All right, we we are back. Uh, right before break, Pastor, you had mentioned uh, vaccines. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to give out a little information on on that. Uh, that this just, is your, this is your podcast that just <laughs> that just came to light uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, yesterday afternoon, the state of Connecticut Department of Public Health uh, published <laughs> the ingredients list for the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine that's currently being used. And in it, in that ingredient list was something called SM-102. Well, nobody knows what SM-102 is just by looking at it. That could be anything, right? You're right, it could be anything, but the manufacturer of that chemical, SM-102, is uh, located in Michigan, and the name of that company is called the Cayman, C-A-Y-M-A-N, Chemical Company. And they state, as a, it's a federal regulation, that they have to state uh, the possible side effects of being in contact with that chemical. And they state, quote, not SM-102, not for human or veterinary use. Fatal if contacted by skin. And internally will do damage to liver, kidney, respiratory functions with prolonged or repeated exposure. Now, what is a chemical, SM-102, doing in the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine if it is not intended and it's not supposed to be used per federal guidelines on humans or animals? What's it doing? In the COVID-19 vaccine, I don't know. Is that is that too hard of a question? What is it doing in there? So what you're saying, so what you're saying is that if the vaccination becomes a mandate, it's okay to disobey the magistrates? That's exactly what I'm okay. saying. Okay. And by the way, it's not if it ever becomes a mandate. It's become. It's already a, a mandate now. Well, um, then I guess we can't go on vacation. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. Well, uh, it, what's happening? That it, it's. It's not. It, it's not a. Um, an executive order. Not yet. Not an executive order. Not yet, but Biden himself came out on Twitter and said, and I will quote him. He said, the choice is simple. 
either get vaccinated and, and go mask free or wear a mask until you get vaccinated. That sounds like an edict to me. Doesn't it to you? No. Well, okay. he's saying the choice is clear. If you don't get vaccinated, you'll be wearing a mask forever. Now, that means he intends to make it an edict. He's already started that garbage. Uh, uh, by the way, the CDC is already mandating that children wear masks at school. And this, children, this is supposedly, according to the science, the age group that is the least susceptible. Okay. Okay. No. So, here we go. What the government's saying you should do okay. is, is right now a matter of personal choice. So here it becomes an, a mandate or an edict, is it okay to disobey? According to according to scripture, yeah. 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 Well, what does it mean then when in Hebrews chapter, well, I think it's chapter 13, um, that where it says you're you're to obey those that have the rule over you. Mm -hmm. That's not talking about a federalized or localized governing body. <laughs> no. That's talking about pastors and teachers and elders. That's right. Okay. That's so right. let's make that clear. Now let's get back to a headline here that that uh, yeah. that might be troubling with our, our people. Here's something uh, we're gonna. I, I don't think we'll have time in this podcast time to talk about the conflict in Israel. Oh boy! Oh. Now that's news. That's news. Oh, well, yeah. That's, so, that's so let's let, let's go to the news. Uh, here's Jesus talking to a Jew, Jewish audience in Matthew chapter 24, and uh, and it's rather lengthy scripture. But but let me uh, let me begin reading verse three of chapter 24 of Matthew. He says, "And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be?'" Well, he's talking about the temple being torn down. And he says, what shall be the sign of thy coming of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said of them, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Can I stop there? You can. Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. Rumor of war. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely a rumor that a war might be a uh, yeah, a brewing. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, and and this is not the. How about the conflict in the Middle East with the uh, the Hamas and the and the Jews? Yeah, what about not, that? That's not a rumor anymore. No, is it? you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Yep. Wow. Don't worry, though. It says here, but, but he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. And that's uh, talking about the very end time. And people uh, go through the tribulation and will live right on into the millennium. But that's what that's talking about. Now, these are the beginning of sorrows. Uh, Mark chapter 13, Mark chapter 13, verse 8 says the same thing. Uh, and, and in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, we see it's very similar passages all that that sorrows, tribulation, 
persecutions are all happening. In fact, in Matthew chapter 25, Curtis mm -hmm. says this. Verse, um, well, let's see, verse 11. Uh, let's see, is that, is that, is that what I want? Verse Matthew chapter 25, verse 10. Nope, I'm sorry. I have the thing, uh, the wrong scriptures written down. And, but anyway, um, it says uh, in in the Gospels that blessed are you when every man shall uh, revile you and, and say all manner of evil Matthew falsely. Matthew chapter 5. Pardon me? Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Okay. Yeah, it is. Verses 10 and 11. That's right. Thank you. Yes, sir. And it said, uh, uh, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. Now, now you're going to go through some persecution, folks, if if you if this world lasts much longer and if, and if we last as a nation much longer, it's going to happen. It says, uh, blessed are ye, believers, when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. Listen, what we're, we're not trying to scare you. We're trying to prepare you. Uh, these end times are upon us. Are we in the end times? Well, look around, folks. Just look around. Well, you know what? We're not. We're not trying to scare you. And besides, uh, it's, it's right in our in our advertisement for our for our uh, podcast. No, we're not given a spirit. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But of power. But of power and of and love and of a sound, sound mind. And and listen, we are taking a quote unquote, a sound mind approach to these issues that are confronting us today. Uh, that's that's all we're doing. Yeah. We're not trying to scare anybody. What we're what, like Pastor said, we're trying to prepare. That's right. Um, where is all this headed? Well, let's first of all let's let's talk about this Jewish conflict. All right. Okay. I had a preacher, Curtis, years ago. You remember him? His name is Bruce W. Dunn. Yes, I remember Doctor Dunn. A great prophetic preacher, of just great and a strong one, by the way, mm -hmm. with a very loving spirit. Uh, a lot of people were afraid to be around him because of his pulpit. <laughs> appearance but yeah. but he was just yeah. a really good guy okay and he used to say keep your eye on the jews you want to know what's going to happen keep your eye on the jews now if we have anybody listening to us that's jewish mm -hmm. there is no there is nobody uh, uh, less anti-semite than i am right man and you know why? Because the Jews are God's elect nation. That's right. They are his elect nation. That's God's chosen people, now, period. Jews nationally rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. They were the ones yes, that were. said crucify him. But uh, and, and, and by the way, I'm not being hateful. I'm just reporting no, what happened. This is exactly what happened. Okay, so uh, anyway... So there's going to come a time when the Jews come back. There really is. But uh, 
let's look at what's happening right now. Um, the Jews are undergoing bombardment yeah. from a from a neighboring country. By the way, oh. and much of that country was given to Abraham anyway. That's right. Yeah. And so <clears throat> don't mess with God's elect nation. Well, well I, listen, let's go to Isaiah chapter 42. Are you there? Isaiah chapter 42. Let's look at verse 1. It says here, I got pages that stuck together. It says, Behold my servant whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. And he's talking about Israel. In Isaiah chapter 45. Isaiah chapter 45. Let's go to verse... Um, Isaiah chapter 45, verse 4. It says, for Jacob, my servant's sake. Now, who is Jacob? He was the father of the 12 sons that became the tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. That's who Jacob was. For, my, for Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, mine elect. Mm -hmm. God's elect nation is Israel. Don't mess with them, but just keep your eye on them. Then there's Isaiah 65, verse um, 9. And I will bring forth a seed out of Jacob and out of Judah, an inheritor of my mountains, and mine elect shall inherit it, and my servants shall dwell there. Israel, it's Israel, it's their land. It was given them to given that to them by covenant from God to Abraham, the first Hebrew. Genesis chapter 14. First time you see the word Hebrew. Wait, it's now, Abraham. Now, now see, so so technically, legally, and scripturally, uh, the land belongs to Israel. But you know, it, it, it is the it is the uh, opinion of uh, groups like Hamas and Hezbollah that uh, they are entitled to it instead. Uh, and their contention is that, well, sure, the claim is that God gave all this land to Israel it, the, when, when the Israelis were the ones that wrote the book. Well, <laughs> is that the truth? Well, you know, that's their contention. You know, sure, the Israelis wrote the book. Uh, why wouldn't it belong to them? They're, they're going to say that. God's word. That's right. And that's what they're not uh, submitting to, is that the Bible is God's divinely inspired words. Yes, humans put pen to paper as the Holy Spirit convicted them and directed them to do. Uh, now, 
I'm not going to argue with God on anything. Uh, Hamas and Hezbollah uh, are going to no matter what. And, you know, the, the real history of this, Pastor, and I think you'll agree with me here, uh, now these, these, the Arabs and the Israelis have been fighting for, for centuries, for thousands of years. Uh, and uh, the, I think the contention basically where it all started uh, was with Abraham and Sarah. Uh, Sarah, being barren, couldn't have children. Uh, gave uh, Abraham permission to go into her handmaiden, Hagar, Hagar, and uh, and try to conceive an heir mm-hmm. that could carry on, and 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 they did, and they named him Ishmael, half half Jew, Abraham, half Arab, yeah. Hagar. Uh, well, lo and behold, uh, the promise that that Sarah got impatient in waiting for finally came, and at, at a, the age of ninety nine, she conceived a son. Full-blooded, yep, Israelite, yep, by the name of Isaac, Isaac, and uh, it was Sarah who said, "Hey, listen, you're not going to give the birthright to Ishmael because he's not that's right fully a Jew, that's right, and I want them gone, and you're going to give it to Isaac, your your full-blooded." You know, your natural-born, full-blooded Israelite son. And Abraham hearkened unto the voice of his wife. And ever since that time, uh, the Ishmaelites, the Arabs, uh, are using that as the claim. That's right. Okay. So that's the real history of it. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, why would the Jews, the Israel, the, uh, the, 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 the Israelites who wrote the book, According to Hamas, why would they put that little bit of truth in there? Well, you and I both know. Well, yes. Why? Why is that, Pastor? Explain that. Um, with what scripture do you want me to explain it? I, <laughs> you, I'll bet you have a few at your disposal I, right now. I do. Yeah. The memory. Yeah. Um, but but here's the thing. There's been that battle, mm-hmm. and it's and it was prophesied. Oh yeah. And the scriptures said it. Oh, sure. And so when when Israel and and uh, and Ishmael begin fighting with one another, mm. and that's what that is. Yeah. Huh? And that's what this has been about for for thousands of years. And it's going to continue until it's all over. Yeah. When will that be? Well, let me listen to this. Uh, I love, I love the fact that we're saying watch out, but I also want us to say look up. But look at this. If you're if you're a Jew and you're listening to this, or if you have Jews that are friends that are listening to this, this I think you need to hear. Um, in Isaiah chapter forty-six, I believe it is. Um, it says this. Excuse me, Isaiah chapter 45, um, verse, let's begin reading verse, the end of verse 21. There is no God else besides me, God says, a just God and a Savior, there is none beside me. That's verse 21 of chapter 45 in Isaiah. It says, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there's none else. I have sworn by myself, 
The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow. Oh, boy. And every tongue shall confess. That's right. What? That Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory, glory of God. God. Isn't that something? Uh, by the way, it says, uh, um, it says this, um, surely shall one say, in the Lord have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall all men come, and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be blessed, be justified, and shall glory. That land belongs to them. And this is just one of the signs of the end of the end times. It's it's and it's happening more and more frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, what so <laughs> here's some interesting stuff. And nobody's saying this very much. I I've heard, you know, Sharon, you and I have heard Jimmy DeYoung, and uh, uh, he's a good prophetic teacher. And I asked him one day after a conference, and I said, does Ezekiel 35 through 39, chapters 35 through 39, happen after the rapture? And he says, yes, it does. Mm -hmm. What does that say? Those chapters, dear, dear Gentile believer, I want you to read because it, it, it explicitly says and describes how Israel will one day go back to Israel en masse. They will go back in droves. And what and what's going to be the uh, what's going to be the sign in First Corinthians chapter one? It says the Jews require a sign. I'm not holding it against you, Jews. I'm just telling you what uh, what the yeah. Apostle Paul said. I'm telling you what the Word of God said through the Holy Spirit that the Jews require a sign. And what's the sign? The rapture of the church. When that happens, when the church is gone, when all the Gentiles are gone, the Jews are going to bang the forehead and say, "Oh my goodness, those Christians had it right." And they're going to head back to the land. And that those verses tell you how the Jews will repopulate the uh, covenant land, uh, and they will, uh, and then they will rebuild the temple. Okay, but one more thing. You've been asked. You've been asked with regard to these, um, shall we say, such of the vaccinations. Uh, is this the mark of the beast? No. And, and, and you're no. right. And that's no. the answer. No. Well, what is the mark of the beast? And when will it occur? Well, the mark of the beast, number one, is going to be uh, Scripture plainly states that it will be either in the right hand or in the forehead. That's right. Okay. And it'll be in a, a number. And it'll be a number, yes. Uh, and I believe it's going to be a literal number, not a figurative one. Uh, you know. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, so when is that going to happen? Well, um, if you look at Daniel chapter 10, mm -hmm. and towards the end of the chapter, that there were 70 weeks determined upon Israel, and the 70th week will be when Israel comes back to the land, mm -hmm. And there will be a treaty made between him, between Israel and a world leader. Right. 
who is going to be the Antichrist. Who is going to be the Antichrist because he'll break the covenant. And in the midst of the week, it says in, yeah. in Daniel chapter 10, that he'll break that covenant and he'll rule over Israel. And here, who is that uh, world leader going to be, Curtis? Well, are you talking about the one who brokers the peace? And Yeah. And that's going to be the Antichrist. Going to be the Antichrist. Is he alive today? I would conjecture that he is. Uh, I, I think that uh, Satan knows, you know, Satan's been trying to thwart God's plans uh, ever since he was kicked out of heaven. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Satan has had an Antichrist ready in the wings in almost every era. Yeah. I think it's... A, a likelihood, a high probability that the Antichrist of the end times is actually alive today. And he will be a world dictator. Yes, he will. Now, are we headed for that? I think so. It's looking like it. Who's it going to so. be? Yeah. And see, and you look at the current conflict that we've been talking about. Uh, the whole world is wanting to get involved. They're weighing in. That's right. The UN Security Council has already held... Uh, two or three Security Council meetings regarding this. Turkey's threatening to get into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're wanting to jump in. Uh, everybody has an opinion. Everybody's weighing in. And, and, and listen, that is also prophetic. Because of Israel's disobedience yeah. in the Old Testament, uh, they were scattered. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what the diaspora was. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have suffered under... Uh, Oh gosh! Uh, under the occupation and and uh, rule of, yeah. of many enemies yeah. over the years, and, and by the way, they were scattered. Uh, that yeah, they they've scattered. been scattered, and that's why they and they're going to be regathered. That's right. By the way, um, some people think that regathering started in what the nineteen forties. Well, the, they they think that the nineteen forty eight no, that's not recognition of Israel as a state yeah. was the beginning of the yeah, regathering. Even after that, in the 1970s, uh, it was told to me that there were more Jews in Brooklyn than there were in Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. And, and so what, what's going to happen? Well, you read Ezekiel, Ezekiel 35 through 39, and that's what's going to happen to Israel after the rapture of the church. Yeah. The rapture will be a sign of them, and they will return. There's going to be another war. And, oh, yeah. And trust yeah. me. And the Antichrist might be from the Jewish nation. I don't know. Might be. That's right. But he'll come. That's possible. And uh, he, he'll find him in Second Thess uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. These are things that are in time. And, and our headlines today in our newspapers are not just drifting towards this sort of a thing. It, they're running towards this sort of a thing. Yeah, they are. And it's and the and and in the book of Matthew and book of Luke, it says when these things begin to come to pass, yeah. look up. For your redemption draweth nigh. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Lord's so, return is is imminent. Is imminent. We don't know. It Could be today. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say it isn't going to be today. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Uh, with with the way it's raining here in central Illinois, I kind of wish it was. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. Yeah, and it's not wrong to have a sense of humor as long as we're not making light of his second coming. We're not. No. 
No, he's going to come uh, in, a, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, and the dead of Christ shall rise first. Now, I'm going to do a funeral on Wednesday. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, try and give confidence to those who were related to this Christian woman. Oh, Curtis tells me I don't have much time left. So let's go to it. First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, verse 13 says, for I would not have you be ignorant brethren concerning them, which are asleep that you sorrow not even as others, which have no hope. We don't want you to sorrow. No, no, no. You get persecuting. You'll get, there'll be tribulation. Yeah, there, there's, for you. there's some of that coming and, down and, the pike, and, ladies and, and gentlemen. And we've talked about it today and, and we probably will in a, in a subsequent uh, podcast. But it says this, that you sorrow not, uh, even as others which have no hope. The only way you can have no hope is to not have Jesus Christ. Hope is confidence. It says, if we believe that Jesus died, rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. And then he says in verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words. You need comfort today? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. You can have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we adjure you, we plead with you, we ask you, we pray that you believe in Jesus Christ. Be saved today. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time you've given to us. Uh, bless the message that we've given today and uh, help those to be prepared for what's coming. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Tune in again this Saturday for more of the Christian Underground News Network. Signing 